0: Hello, and welcome to Frank Posen's Big Bad Podcast for August 12th, 2020. Don't forget to check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com. And don't forget to check out my other podcast, The Big Topic in Women's MA, which uh, I usually do every Thursday with Schwan Humes. Uh, we'll be doing another one tomorrow. And uh, I also did a podcast last week with uh, Charlie, my friend from Japan, And we discussed uh, the Deep Jewels show, which he attended, and uh, some other things. He asked me about Kairi Sane, so I discussed that with him. And I may have some other big things coming up. We'll have to wait and see, right? You never know. Anyways, got two new videos up on the blog. So uh, first, we'll start with Saturday's UFC show. We had uh, Yana Kunitskaya versus Yulia Stolyarenko. And this was at bantamweight, though both fighters have fought at featherweight. Yana is from Russia, but she now trains at American Top Team in Florida. Her boyfriend is UFC light heavyweight Tiago Santos, and he is Yana's coach for this fight. Uh, Yana is a limited fighter. She's a striker, but she doesn't punch very hard, and she has no ground skills to speak of. Yulia is from Lithuania. She was in Tough 28, but the UFC passed on her. In March, she got a big win over Lisa Versoza on an Invicta show. Now I have doubts about her because she didn't make the UFC before. They brought her in on short notice and I guess the UFC thinks she is improved based on the Invicta fight. You know, she has to show me that, right? So Yana's strategy is to clinch with Julia on the fence and wear her out. And that can be a very effective strategy if one yana can do enough to keep the ref from separating them and also the other thing is yulia has no answer for this she tries all kinds of stuff and none of it really works okay meanwhile the ufc is having brendan fitzgerald talk about yulia's armbar finishes so this these fights were against low level fighters in lithuania okay in my opinion they don't count <laughs> You know, and Paul Felder is puzzled that Yana isn't going for a takedown. I mean, she's terrible on the ground. She doesn't do that. Has he ever watched her before? Anyway. Anyway, so the whole fight was like this. And I scored a 30-27 for Yana. Two of the judges scored it that way. And the third scored a 30-26. Of course, fans complained that the fight was boring. I agree with that. But it was supposed to be boring. Yana did exactly what Santos told her to do. So I say this to fighters all the time. Listen to your damn coach. Okay. Now, of course, it doesn't make me think that Yana can beat anyone decent. And I'm sure we'll find out in the near future. And, you know, Yulia did not look good. Okay. Anyways, that video is up on the blog. Uh, there was one other fight uh, last night on the Dana White Contender Series. And, uh, a lot of times though, it, the video, I don't have the video, the, a lot of times the videos for those, it's funny because the, the post, the post show interviews are up, but not the fights. <laughs> okay. So there was a women's fight at strawweight. It was, um, uh, Corey McKenna versus Vanessa Demopolis. Okay. And, uh, Vanessa is, uh, 31 years old. Uh, she's from Columbus, Ohio Uh, She trains at um, uh, Black House MMA in uh, Gardena, California. You know who her teammate is? Mackenzie Dern. Well, those two have a lot in common, right? Because, uh, first of all, both Vanessa and Mackenzie are BJJ world champs. You know, they're Brazilian jiu-jitsu whizzes. What they also have in common is they're not very good strikers, (laughs) Okay, Uh, I would say um, Mackenzie's a little bigger than Vanessa, okay, because Mackenzie could probably fight at flyweight, but I don't think uh, Vanessa could. Okay, so oh, another thing about Vanessa that I think you'll appreciate, she's a stripper, man. (laughs) That made me laugh. Anyways, uh, I actually, she recently won the LFA uh, strawweight championship, and I went to watch that match and. You know, she finished the fight with a a fourth round uh, reverse triangle, but she was losing. Like she, I think, lost all three rounds. So she was going to lose that fight. So to me, for her to get anywhere, I mean, I think what happened here is uh, they like what they saw in that fight and they think she's, uh, you know, she's attractive. She's an exciting fighter, blah, 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 blah you know, let's see if she can earn a contract. Okay. Her opponent here is Corey McKenna, who, uh, I like a lot better as a prospect. She's 21 years old from Wales. Uh, she trains with uh cage warriors fighter, uh, Jack Mason, and also, uh, at, uh, um, team alpha male in Sacramento and both, uh, Jack Mason and team alpha male owner, Uriah Faber were in a corner. Um, she is for the most part a striker and, um, that would uh, that would do her very well in this fight, okay? Because uh, Vanessa on her feet is not only inept, she's clumsy. She kept tripping over her own feet, man. Anyway, so that's the way it, the fight went. Uh, uh, Corey won pretty easily, 30 to 27. Did they give her a contract? Well, uh, it's, there were five fights on this show and five fighters got contracts. And I, I guess... Uh, the problem was they were thinking Vanessa would win this fight and it would be an easy decision because she'd get a first-round submission or something like that, but it didn't go like that, okay? Corey won the fight. And, uh, you know, she's kind of young. She's 21 years old, and I guess uh, they were uh, White was sitting around with um, uh, Mick Maynard and, and Sean Shelby trying to figure out if they should give her a contract or not, and they ended up doing it. Uh, I, again, I think she's a little young and would probably better off uh, fighting a few more times at cage warriors or even Invicta. really doesn't make any difference to me um victa might be better because maybe the competition level will be a little higher but they gave her a contract uh i mean she looked fine she looked fine and i mean fighters like that are always going to be an attraction in england you know and i like her a whole lot better than molly mccann okay that much i will tell you okay that unfortunately that video is not up and uh, i don't expect it to be all right Okay, let's the other video I have up is from Monday's Raw. It is Asuka versus Bailey. So, last week Asuka demanded a, re, a rematch with Sasha Banks for the Raw Women's Championship, and Sasha told her that if she could beat Bailey, Asuka would get her rematch at SummerSlam. So, Bailey wasn't happy about this, and she still wasn't happy when she came out on Monday. Um, You know, they've done... Bailey's has done the same thing to Sasha. And so the WWE has basically been teasing a split for months. Okay? I don't know if they'll ever do it. So the match starts out slowly, probably because Asuka and Bailey knew that a commercial break was coming. But it really picked up after the break. Asuka took a beating, and she sold it like she always does. She makes it look like she's getting murdered. You know, when she... When she get, you know, uh, you know, Bailey got her in an ankle lock and Asuka sold that too, you know, so she's so good at that, but Bailey couldn't put her away. So that's the whole thing. You see, the thing is Asuka takes these beatings, but you can't finish her. <laughs> anyway, Asuka came back with her own offense. So Bailey was in control and then she mocked Kyrie Sane. So Asuka turned a flying arm bar into the Asuka lock. And that was it. How's that for a transition, huh? Anyway, Asuka gets her title shot. So the lesson to be learned by Bailey and Sasha is don't mock Kairi as it will piss off Asuka and you guys will lose. By the way, I don't expect them to learn their lesson. <laughs> so here's another thing. Now, on this Friday, SmackDown, there's going to be a three-brand battle royal that will determine a challenger for Bayley SmackDown Women's Championship. So the promo for this showed that Asuka is in this match. So I thought that was kind of odd. Uh, so what if she wins? Could Asuka work two matches of SummerSlam? Well, of course she could because she's a workhorse. She could work every match on the show and the she, and, she and, and and she could steal the show. She, and she could win both matches and she'll steal the show. You know, that's what she wants to do. She doesn't really care that much about winning matches. What she cares about is stealing the show. So we could also see a three way for both titles. Now you might think that would give the edge to Bailey and Sasha as they could gang up on Asuka, but would Bailey allow Sasha to win both belts and vice versa? That could lead to conflict between them and Asuka could take advantage of that. So I'm actually surprised Asuka is in this uh, battle Royal, but it's already been taped. So I really don't know what they're going to do anyway. So that video is up on my blog. That it video is up on my blog. Okay, so we have a uh, UFC show this weekend. It's UFC 252. There's two women's matches on the show. Uh, both are on the prelims, uh, so I don't have to buy it. <laughs> so they're both uh, strawweight matches. Uh, Lavinia, let me see something here. Okay. So one is the first one is uh, Lavinia Souza versus Ashley Yoder. So Lavinia is a Brazilian. She's a former... Invicta strawweight champion you know she just hasn't looked that good in the ufc so maybe there's a competition level thing uh ashley yoder is uh from uh, uh, Murrieta, california she trains at team quest which is uh uh, dan henderson's place and um uh, i'm just not a fan of hers I, I, i think she's a lower mid card fighter she probably doesn't belong in the ufc and for the most part she just hasn't looked that good in her fights uh, so I would favor uh, Lavinia in this in this match, but uh, she hasn't looked that great. So who knows, right? The other fight is also strawweight. It is Felice Herrig versus Verna, Verna Jandaroba. And this will be, uh, we haven't seen Felice, Felice Herrig since, um, I think it was November 2018. And she blew out her knee. So this is her first fight since... Uh, knee surgery and everything and I mean Felice is primarily a striker she trains uh, as far as I know she still trains with uh, former Bellator fighter Jeff Curran and um, you know you never know about these things what, what fighters are going to be like when they come back from uh, an injury like that so you know I think Felice is a, a decent mid-card fighter but I don't know uh, what she's going to be like here. Uh, Verna is uh, like uh, Lavinia she is a former Invicta champion and she's been one and one in the UFC. Uh, she really looked bad in her her, her UFC debut, so, um, you know, this is a test for her. You know, if she can beat Felice, maybe she's, you know, she maybe she's better than we thought she was, eh? Okay, so uh, that's on Saturday. And then on Wednesday, we have another edition of the Dana White Tuesday Night Contender Series, and there's a uh, UFC, there's a uh, women's fight on this show, and like I said, uh, as I mentioned before, the... Um, These two fighters are, um, not only fighting, but the winner is competing for, against the other fighters on the show for a, um, UFC contract. So the fight is, uh, Cheyenne Bies versus Hillary Rose. Uh, Cheyenne is 25 years old. Um, she trains at, uh, Fortis in Fortis MMA in Dallas. And um, that's one of the top uh, uh, up and coming gyms for women's MMA Uh, head trainer there is Saif Saud. And uh, her record is four and one. Uh, She has, uh, her most recent fight was in November in the LFA. So, um, you know, I don't, obviously I haven't seen her, so I don't know what she's like. So uh, never know, you know, she's attractive in her publicity photo, that's all I can say, okay. Uh, Hillary Rose is from uh, Massachusetts, Norfolk, Massachusetts. She is uh, 27 years old, her record is four and one and all her fights have been in uh, CES, which is, a, uh, pretty good, um, which is a pretty good, which uh, is a pretty good indie indie company in uh, the Northeast. Uh, so you know, you never know, you never know, I haven't seen either fighters, so I can't say what they're going to be like, uh, but you never, but you never know, right? Okay. That's about it for today. Uh, be back around this time next week as uh, we'll have a better idea of what's going to happen at SummerSlam and we'll have some more fights to look at. So uh, once again, don't forget to check out my other podcast, this big topic in women's MMA. And I plan to do one of those tomorrow. And, uh, if you have any questions or comments for either of my podcasts or my blog, you can uh, leave them on Anchor's voicemail. And if you'd like to subscribe to my podcast, you can do so at Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Enjoy the fights. We'll talk to you later.